Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. Planning a wedding is a tall task. Tara kicked this series off by presenting the eight steps of planning a wedding. Today, we continue that journey with step six, which is vendor selection. My guest today is Jocelyn Williams from Complete Lancaster. So welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Got it. All right. So how long have you been coordinating weddings? So I started coordinating as an assistant when I was 14. I'm 22 now, have been actively working in the wedding industry, coordinating on my own since I was about 16, and then got my official certification when I was 19. Got it. Yeah. So you were kind of born into this and like uh, most of the other people in this industry, you kind of find yourself there and don't ever really get away from it. Oh, absolutely. Weddings just run through my blood and can't look back now. Yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely say all the time I've been doing this stuff for half my life and it's uh, it's pretty crazy. You know, I, I passed 20 here recently, so uh, that's what you have to look forward to. But yeah, it's great and uh, thoroughly enjoy being in this and working with couples. Uh, so what we're trying to do today is help um, when it comes to picking vendors. Now, this is a massive, broad, broad, broad topic. Picking vendors is a huge task. So Biggest question that we want to help our wedding planning couples with is how do you start this process? Yeah, like you said, it's a very broad topic. And I definitely think there is no such thing as starting too soon, especially when you are trying to work with a budget and you try to get things paid off quickly. Um, But I think the best place to start is talk to those who have experience, whether it be in the wedding industry or friends, family members that have gotten married. Um, You definitely don't want to go in blind. Trying to do it yourself is a huge task. Um, And the biggest thing that any of my couples say when I start working with them, they are always saying, I never realized how much goes into planning a wedding. So I think asking people is definitely where you need to start. Uh, And then there, of course, are plenty of websites that you could use, the Knot, Wedding Wire, Zola, Pearl, um, to kind of get those ideas of what vendors you can reach out to, the ones that are popular in the area, to give you that good place to start. So when you're talking about working with friends and family, are you primarily suggesting that you talk to people that have planned a wedding recently, have planned a wedding ever, good at planning? Who are who are the types of people you're targeting? And what are some of the questions that you're asking to make sure you're getting the type of feedback you're looking for? Yeah, I think the best place to start is definitely those who have been married more recently. If you have best friends, siblings that have been through this process, um, definitely good to ask them, you know, where did they start? What venues did they use? What venues did they tour? Um, And any friends that you have that may work in the industry to give them some suggestions on places that are going to be the best outlook for them. Okay, got it. So there's a pretty much a bottomless number of vendors that you can have when you're planning a wedding just because of all the different moving parts. So we'll, we'll say a couple dozen just to keep the number kind of consumable. So how would you suggest um, prioritizing where to start? Cause I, I think it's pretty safe to say you don't want to start looking for 
two dozen vendors all at the same time. So there's got to be some kind of order. How would you, how would you uh, tackle that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, every couple is going to have their own priority of what is most important to them for the wedding day, whether that be entertainment, food, the location. Um, but like you said, you want to have a good place to start because tackling it all at once is way too much. So personally, I would start at the venue. That's going to help you get an idea of the size of wedding you are looking for, what time of year is going to be best for you, the theme and formality. So you have to start with the venue. Once you have that, everything will start falling into place. After that, I highly suggest looking for photographers and videographers. Uh, I tell my couples all the time, while the party is super important and it's going to be something that you remember forever, you have to have good quality videos and photos to be able to remember those properly. So that's personally where I would start. Uh, after that, I think DJs and caterers kind of fall in pretty quickly after that. Got it. Okay. So how do you uh, recommend for a couple um, setting priorities? So, I mean, the ones that you mentioned are what I think are, are the, the things that your guests are going to remember in the way that you document the day. Um, those are also going to be the places that I think people kind of book up quickest from a vendor mm -hmm. standpoint. Um, so outside of looking at those uh, type of things, like your, your core vendors, how do you uh, recommend a couple work on setting their personal priority as they work through their most important vendors? Yeah, I think they have to kind of take a step back and think to themselves, you know, where does my budget lie? Therefore, what is most important to me when I'm looking at packages for photography, videography, DJ, and then kind of set your priorities based on, is it more important to me to have a big party that all of my friends and family are remembering? Or am I looking to have some of the best photos and videos to remember for myself? And I think that that's going to help people figure out what their priority is for their big day. Got it. So um, we're talking about the the full list of vendors. How do you suggest going about putting together the list of vendors you need to one, make sure you don't lose anything and uh, overlook anything and also to uh, help put your kind of force rank priority together? Yeah, I'm going to re recommend to anyone that I talk to to have a wedding coordinator or a wedding planner. Um, if you aren't looking to have somebody help you plan every step of the way, try to find someone that has a partial planning package, maybe at that six month out mark to go through all of the vendors that you do have and look at what you have booked already to see if you are missing something. Um, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many people you ask. If you're not talking to a professional that you, they most likely don't realize all the things that are going into a wedding um, and can't give you the best advice as much as a wedding professional could. So that's going to be my first recommendation is to find somebody that has the experience and can look at all of those vendors and see what you're missing. And then again, talk to those who have been married, talk to them about your priorities and see where maybe you might be missing something. Got it. So next question that I have, um, you have your list of vendors. Um, we talk about this from time to time. I know Tara and I have covered this uh, quite a bit. There's always going to be places that you can try to save money, whether it be a DIY thing or trying to employ friends or family to do certain things. Do you have any vendors that you would say to look at as a potential DIY option? And then also, do you have any places that you would say never DIY this, always 
go and find a professional. And it sounds like you've already made one of those recommendations that uh, an experienced person with uh, coordination uh, experience within the wedding space is a place that you wouldn't um, skimp and DIY. But talk talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, um, personal opinion, I am always going to be an advocate for hiring a professional for a wedding. Um, but I know that budget weddings are super popular right now. And I feel like if there is an area where you can DIY, um, there are definitely a couple. Florals seem to be a huge one in my area, you know, whether it be making your own by using fake florals or doing wooden florals. I have even seen crocheted bouquets. So I definitely think florals are the first place that couples tend to look at um, a budget saving option. Uh, any sort of signage, if you're making your own seating charts, um, table numbers, things like that, I think you can definitely DIY. Uh, even some of the most limited artistic people can figure out how to use a Cricut and make their own decor. Uh, and another area that a lot of people DIY is wedding favors. So those are some areas where I say you definitely can put your own spin on your wedding and have budget saving options. But when it comes to your video, your photo, your DJ, your wedding cake, coordinator, food, those are all areas I say leave it to the professionals. It's going to end up making your wedding day a whole lot smoother. Got it. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the decor, because, um, you know, a, a big uh, theme that that Tara and I always kind of hammer pretty hard is uh, make sure that you're looking at your priorities and, and put as many resources to that as possible. Um, so let, let's talk a little bit more about um, all the decor stuff that you can um, do on your own. So what kind of investment on some of the equipment you talked about, like a cricket? Um, I mean, I know what that is because I've spent time in the wedding industry and also in the in the crafting industry and uh, in previous career type of space. But what kind of investments are you looking at with that? And if uh, decor is something that falls really heavily into your priorities, do you recommend um, leaning more towards hiring a professional or is it still OK to DIY if that's just part of you know, how you operate um, on a regular basis. Talk about that a little more. Yeah. So when it comes to a cricket, um, a lot of my couples that I know that have used them have already owned them or they have family members that own them. So it kind of was easy for them to just transition into becoming the artist of using their own cricket and creating their own decor. Now, if you are somebody that says, I'm going to DIY my wedding and you have to go out and buy all that material and buy the cricket, things like that, that's kind of when I would say, save yourself the trouble and go ahead and hire the professional. And then when it comes to other types of decor, I know on previous episodes, you and Tara spoke about certain places where you can kind of just cut them from your wedding budget. Don't worry about the favors or the little extra things that you're putting in centerpieces where you know, aren't, they're not a total necessity. You don't have to buy them. Um, and at the end, your guests aren't going to forget that they're there. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, my kind of personal mantra when I'm talking to couples about DIYing the decor is if you have to go out and buy, you know, a bunch of equipment to do it, it's probably not a good idea. Um, the other thing that I say is uh, if you don't just genuinely, truly love doing crafting and you do it as a hobby anyway, uh, you're kind of creating yourself a job in a time when stuff's going to be stressful and it normally ends up timing out where the last three months before the wedding when everything's coming together and you're the busiest that you're going to possibly be 
that's the time that you're, you know, cutting a log down to make your centerpiece for the, for the, the tables and everything, or you're going to be trying to put flowers together and just think about the fact that your time's actually worth something in your sanity as you get close to, to wedding planning. <laughs> yeah. I think you said it best. Uh, your sanity is definitely what you want to keep by the end of it. Um, you are typically engaged anywhere from 12 to 18 months. You don't want to be dreading the wedding day two months before it happens. Make sure that you're enjoying the process. And like you said, if you love crafting and you love DIYs, go for it. But if it's going to make you happier on your wedding day, leave it to the professionals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just from personal experience, I remember having this exact discussion when, when I was talking about getting married and I made it pretty clear. I, I don't really want to decorate anything. And I'm certainly not trying to bring all my friends in as a, as a wedding party to do that. Cause I've, you know, worked uh, on enough weddings where that is what the plan is. And um, you know, I've, I've seen it go really well, but I've also seen situations where the wedding day kind of starts at the level of tension because let's be honest, a lot of groomsmen don't really care about what a table looks like and when you <laughs> put them in a position where uh they have to um there there can be uh you know potential fights and stuff like that that uh break out um yeah, absolutely yeah so i guess uh, in in your time um coordinating weddings what are what are the best uh outcomes for booking vendors with clients you've seen like wh what does the process look like with a couple where it works really well and then also talk about a time that you've seen things not go well yeah, I think the best scenarios that I've seen are when you have teams working together, whether it be a company that has photography, videography, and DJ together, um, or you're booking a venue that has your catering and bartending, and then a lot of your rentals all incorporated into one venue. Um, those are my favorite, because I know that that is when you have one team working with your couple, and you can get a lot of questions answered without a lot of confusion not going through too many hands, not too many hands in the pot type of thing. Uh, and it really just leads to a smooth wedding day. So the weddings that I have seen gone awry are when you have all these different vendors from all different locations. Um, I'm thinking of one in particular I did last year where the caterer literally came from New York, which is a good four hours away, knew nothing about the venue, knew nothing about the couple really. Um, and there was a lot of confusion there with a lot of miscommunication, too many rental companies uh, coming in, venues, our vendors that did not know each other well enough. So that leads to a lot of confusion on the wedding day. Um, and that's the last thing that a couple wants to have to deal with. So I think the best scenario is to try to bundle a lot, um, saves you a lot of stress, also saves you with money since we're kind of on the common theme of how can we save with vendors. Um, so that's definitely my suggestion. So fewer, uh, fewer people it is really the short thing. Get, get fewer people and make sure that you trust them more. So uh, really go after the experience, try to package stuff together and, and work out deals based on that, as opposed to just um, strictly looking for the lowest cost item for every single vendor. So, Absolutely. You okay. can always find cheaper, um, but that doesn't always mean that it's going to be the best for you. Yeah, no, I, I tell couples all the time, you know, regardless of what you're talking about when planning a wedding, you can pay whatever you want for any of these things. Um, there's literally an option for everything. So, you know, it all goes back to just prioritizing and putting the resources and the things that, uh, you know, truly, truly matter to you and 
you know, less emotional energy into the things you care less about. <laughs> For sure. God. All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about with uh, selecting vendors before we get out of here? No, I think we hit most of the points. Uh, I guess the common thing here is just make sure that uh, you're doing what's best for your wedding day. Make sure that you're happy in the end of it. And, you know, you're doing everything possible to make sure that you're really focusing on the real reason why you're there. Yep, absolutely. Totally agree with that. Well, thank you very much for all the insight today and uh, for all our listeners. Until next time, take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!